Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Soul of America Radio for another week of broadcast. Tonight, you're in the ladies' room with Gwen, Janice, and Cam I Am. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Soul of America Radio for another week of broadcast. Tonight, you're in the ladies' room. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, sponsored and hosted by the Soul of America Radio. Because of the adult nature of some topics, listener discretion is advised. And now, from the soul of America Radio Studios, we're taking you by the hand and guiding you in the ladies' room. Hi everyone, how you guys doing tonight? Today is March 26th, and we're here for another night in the ladies' room. How are you ladies doing, Joy and, and Gwen? Oh, doing it's good. all right. It's all good today. It's all good today. Yeah, all good today. I can't believe it's almost the end of the month. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gone, gone, it take gone. Long. Okay, well, do y'all want to hear something crazy? Since I'm a comedian, I guess I'll tell you I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you just said at the top of the show, a few seconds ago, it's March 26th. My Christmas tree is still up. My Christmas tree is still up all the time. Like my boxes decorated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's about the funniest thing I've heard. <laughs> so you know, maybe we do a show to motivate me to take my Christmas things down. But as the clock keeps ticking, I'm thinking that's something I don't have to do this year. Oh my God. If you need that three up April. We can have Christmas in April at George. <laughs> oh well, now, me and my mother, we once left ours up until February. So Nah. That is hilarious. It was up this time last year when I met my husband, he took it down. So now we don't even look at it anymore. It, we don't make jokes this, you know, when other people come over, they're like, Is that your tree? <laughs> they can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how about this? I want to have a Christmas normal to you all. It is. It's like part of the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. Well, Joy, you know, you need to probably put a, a sheet over it. That way, you know, it won't get dusty. And you know, you you know how the uh, rich people do when they have the cabins up in the woods. They go in there and they pull all the sheets off the furniture, and it's like, okay, let's let's do it. So just you know, go out and put a. She don't there, then when Christmas time, you just flop. Ta-da! Well, you know what? With the spirit of Trayvon, maybe I'll put a hoodie on it. A Christmas tree hoodie. Oh, how about that? Oh, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That could be some new products. We get Christmas tree hoodies, you know, for the holidays. Because I
crazy commercial. You know, like most times we like to wear low-rider pants, but we see other stuff that we don't need to see. They have a little shirt you can put over for your, like, low-rider area. So we can make some Christmas hoodies. Christmas hoodies. Okay. okay, now. Well, they have, now, they got skirts. See? So, look, well, well, they do have skirts. Well, they you do said have skirts. On the commercial, for $19.99, somebody's going to be hating us. I laughed at that, but that was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> That is hilarious. You have been on the road, have you, uh, Kavita Joyce? Oh, that is quite an understatement. Yes, yes. Uh, let's see. I'll back up. Saturday I was back in Birmingham, but Friday I was in Vandosta, Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. was there performing, and then prior to that I was uh, on a personal trip in Michigan. So I can say so I'm happy to be back home in my bed. I know Exactly. I, I can't steal my own Sophia, so that's really not fun. <laughs> we didn't go to the hotel and just take the leftover soap and stuff, you know? Right. <laughs> or maybe it's just I me. Okay, so I need a little part. You should grab it. Yeah. Leftover conditioner, you know, you can give somebody that little shampoo set. You know, be it as a re-gifting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think at one time back, well, it's been a long time ago, it was back when, during, I think, uh, Hurricane Katrina right after... Uh, a lot of churches and organizations and uh, family reunions and different uh, entities like that were collecting those, um, collecting those, uh, van, you know, collecting that stuff and, you know, kind of helping people out, distributing them out uh, to people in need. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I held on to my stuff. I got a lunch. Absolutely. Because I know our family reunion did it, and we collected, uh, oh, my goodness, I can't even, I don't even remember the amount of that stuff we collected, but uh, they were able to, uh, you know, get it to some people that actually could use it. And, you know, the thing is, when you don't have anything, uh, that's, you know, that, that that's something, uh, things like that that come to you um, seem like a lot. Exactly. They've been able to do that. <clears throat> And, you know, I saw Reverend Jesse Jackson. Uh, I think he was the one that was down in Florida. And there were so many people there that they had to uh, open up the outside because, you know, there's too many people to hold. Mm-hmm. So they, they've had great support. And I pray that, you know, we all continue to do our part. I really hope that everyone has gone to the website. Uh, uh, I know Soul of America Radio has Change, a link. Right, change.org, right, and go and sign that petition. Uh, you know, that that's one way that, that we can um, aid that family in trying to get, you know, some closure to this, trying to get that man arrested and, um, you know, so, so that they can, they can see some justice for their son. Yeah, right, because um, well, 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 so what do you ladies think about gentleman's black friend coming out saying that he wasn't a racist? Oh, he was black. <laughs> yes. I didn't know that guy was. I mean, I hadn't seen him. I had just heard, you know, like on the radio, I heard somebody uh, talking about him, but I never knew that the person was black. Yeah, like black friends speaking on his behalf. Yeah. Well, now you know when stuff like that happens, you go pull out those one or two black friends that you do have. You know, because people like that, they love to say, "Oh, well, you know, I I'm, I have friends that are black." 
Mm-hmm. So he just pulled, he right. pulled a couple of them. Oh, yeah, and I've, I've had four black friends in my house. Well, the thing about it is if you got to count the number, if you know how many you done had in your house, then that says something to me. It says that you are racist. <laughs> you know, but, I mean, if you just talk about maker. friends, then, you know, they're just friends. But if you you got to say, well, I've got, I had four black people in my house. Mm-hmm. You make sure they get the five. Exactly. But it's interesting so, because I'm pretty sure, um, you know, some people may feel like that this person is a sellout. Oh, his friends. I know. I would feel like it, that if we have this case going on where this black person was murdered, you know, pretty much, and, and you know, the killer is still there free, but then you come out and say, oh, I don't think that this killer did this thing. You know, I'm, right. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I just from the facts that I have heard. Yeah, I have a problem with it too. I understand what I'm saying. I have a problem with it too. Yeah, uh, I have a problem with it too. Interesting. Well, let me ask y'all this: Did y'all see where uh, they, you know, of course that was this weekend? I think they finally said what was the quote-unquote cause of Whitney Houston's death. Um, but not to harp on that. Um, but her sister, her ex sister in law, Bobby Brown's sister, has so much come out and said that Ray J was the one that gave her the cocaine or that was supplying her with cocaine. She said that she had talked to Whitney on several occasions and had asked her, you know, what is Ray J to you? Why you what is this little, little boy? Now she kept calling this man a little boy. Why does hang around? You know, what is he doing and, and what is he to you? And uh, she said Whitney's answer was, oh, he's nothing. He's just a run, running, you know, he's just a, he's just an errand boy. You know, he's just a, a runner. You know, in the, in the fact that he was just her supplier, like, you know, running errands, running, getting her cocaine and that kind of thing. Well, he, of course, has denied that. And a representative came uh, out today for him and said that uh, he didn't know anything about her being on cocaine. Now, that I don't believe. I'm not so quick to believe that he was her supplier, although he could have been. Um, but I don't believe he did not know that she was doing any drugs. I just don't believe that. Yeah. That would kind of be hard uh-huh. being in a relationship with somebody like that and you were, you know what I mean, and you're not doing it. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, she was saying, that's how come he was so emotional at the funeral. You know, even her family didn't act like that. When they were uh, had lifted that casket up and took it out of the church, um, he reached up and was, you know, crying so and touching the casket and carrying on. She said, her own family didn't act like that. So that was guilt. That was that was it right there. That was guilt. And I just thought to myself, you know, that's something for you to come out and just, you know, put that man out there like that. I mean, if you believe... Uh, that strongly that he's done that, you know, where were you all in all of this? And she kept pointing the finger at other people. Where are all the people who said they loved her? Where are all this? Where were these people at when she was doing it? Well, where were you? <laughs> you got your finger pointed at somebody else. You know, when you point one, four, four I'm pointing back at you. Oh, correct. That's so true. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I guess everybody's just so upset that that Whitney is now gone. And I guess even in her sister-in-law's case, she sees things that she probably could have done differently. You know, but yeah. 
you between when normally when you're a cash cow for everybody, people really that's that's just like the Michael Jackson situation. People really just don't have enough balls to tell you no. When you know in a real situation oh, you know, somebody out of the group cut off. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but in a real situation, somebody out of the group is going to say, look, y'all, this is crazy. Right. Or, you know, I'm not going to be part of this. But right. when they're megastars, you know, who, who's who's the voice of reason? That's right. They do allow them a lot of times to uh, do and say and get away with all kinds of things that, you know, they probably wouldn't if it were me and you. <laughs> you know, we'd have got took somewhere and, and been in somebody's intervention. <laughs> Really? Mm, I tell you, it's something. I mean, I've never experienced that firsthand. Um, but, you know, it, it does happen all the time. And that's a break, sounds like. Yeah, we're coming up on a break, ladies. Well, let's do it. All right. We'll be out of here for a couple of minutes, and we'll be back. What? Right. We'll be right back. But if you want to give us a call, give us a call at 323-784-9638 and press 1 to speak to the host. And just like a best friend, the soul of America Radio will be here each and every week just for you.
All right, and we're back, everybody. Hello. Hello. Make it back over? Okay. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> well, ladies, as you know, tonight we're going to be talking about this natural hair that grows on our heads. Yes. And how it's getting back in, in vogue, I guess. You know, start voguing. <laughs> I never could do that dance. Yeah. Absolutely, and it has absolutely uh, uh, come back in style, I guess, um, into the mainstream. <laughs> we've got a uh, we've got a, a big time guest here tonight, don't we? Yes, I think we do. All righty, Miss um, Keisha Sharp. She is called the Natural Hair Diva. Diva. <laughs> Another aspect 
corporate America. I work in corporate America. I'm a spokesperson. I'm a public face for a company. So I had to, with fear and trembling, decide to go that route as well. So there are just so many different aspects of it. Absolutely. Um, we were, um, Janice and I were talking uh, last night a little bit about this, and um, we had, you know, come up with just a few things. We were thinking um, that, you know, besides, say, for instance, uh, what happened with you um, sure. was the reason that you uh, started to investigate and started to go down that natural hair journey, start that natural hair journey. Um, we thought about other women who may, uh, for whatever reason, have to do it you know, for other reasons, say, for instance, uh, medical reasons. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure, Um, sure. We thought about the fact that disease uh, could cause it, um, you know, nutrition. Um, All those things impact your hair. Uh, Women of a certain age uh, go through things with uh, their hair. (laughs) Menopause. Going through menopause, absolutely. It it affects your hair. so um, a, a lot of women may, you know, may do it for those reasons uh, as well. You know, I, I think it's just about becoming smarter. I'm, I'm sorry. You you can go ahead on. I don't mean to jump in. No, go right but ahead. I, I think we're just, I think we're becoming smarter as, as a people now because it, it's not a matter anymore of anyone telling you and telling me what makes the most beautiful. When I, when I first started out, I, I I sometimes go to different groups and I talk about uh, my journey. I talk about why I started. I talk about the emotions I feel on the journey. I talk about working in corporate America. I talk about my basically. And I think it's, it's an awakening that we're experiencing as a culture. And, and I frequently said in the past, there is no other culture on this planet, I, I don't believe, that would have to at this point go back and redefine and reinvent mm-hmm. and, and really relearn their own original hair texture. We are in the middle of, of a of a movement. We're in the middle of a a a major movement. But I but right. it, it is precarious to me but it also saddens me a little bit that our culture would have to do that at this point because we have in my opinion, think by doing some of the things that we've done in the past, it's been a rejection of, of self, a rejection of what yes. we came to this earth, earth with. You know, there there are women in their 50s, I see them, stylists continue to put chemicals on their scalp knowing they have their hair is thin, knowing that right. it's not best for their hair. You know, they, I mean, yeah. again, I, I think it's just us becoming wiser and getting more information and the same thing that you can do, that someone says you can do, with chemicals being slapped on your on your scalp. And I'm not talking that if there are those who still do that, because guess what? I did it for years. And had I not had that accident, probably still would be doing it. Right. But we're just becoming wiser, and I think it's, I think it's time. It's, it's just it's time. The same thing that you can do with having your hair chemical processed, our hair can do without the chemicals being added. <laughs> People, Absolutely. I, I, Absolutely. Straighten my, I straighten my hair. People say, oh, oh you, I thought you were the natural hair diva. You, you, you've gotten your hair straightened. I absolutely do, and, I, and I'm still the natural hair diva. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We just we we go back to how we used to do it when Mom and them did our hair when we were little. We sat down, right. they put a hot 
instrument to our heads, and they straightened our hair, and it and it worked wonderfully. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, because it's, I mean, that doesn't take away from it being natural because it's straight. They don't understand that. Uh, natural, exactly. like that just means that it does not have the chemicals in it. Uh, That's right. And those chemicals are really, I mean, they're really bad for us. Uh, a lot of times we don't understand, we don't have, you know, beauticians a lot of times that will, or stylists or whatever they're calling themselves today, that will talk to us about that, um, you know, and tell us what some of the recurrent problems may be or, or you know, um, that the chemicals are really dangerous. You know, the FDA says that hair relaxers and dyes are among their top consumer complaints. You know, people have allergies to those things, uh, and you know, but they don't realize that that's what it is, and they just continue. And their and their stylist doesn't tell them. You know, uh, I'm not saying they all don't. Some of them may, but a lot of times they don't. You know, and they just yeah. allow them to continue to come and uh, put the creamy crack in their head. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. You know, okay, you know it's, if it's working for you, if if you if you wearing a perm is working for you, your hair is healthy, uh, it's not causing you any uh, physical problems, uh, then by all means continue to do that if that's what you love to do. I'm not knocking that. Um, all of the ladies that you're talking to on this panel are natural um, uh-huh. and, uh-huh. you know, have been made that choice um, to, to do that for various reasons. Um, but, you know, if they're continuing to do that, I'm not knocking that. I'm not one of those, uh, what do they call them, the natural hair Nazis <laughs> that go around. I saw some yeah. stuff on YouTube today. <laughs> yeah. Go around passing out pamphlets and saying you're, you hate yourself and you're, you know, you're killing yourself with these chemicals and you're doing this. I'm not that person. You know, if you yeah. ask me about my natural hair or how I got started, I'm glad to tell you, t- glad to t- share it with you, tell you my journey. But I'm not going to force it on you, you know. Um, I, I love that, and isn't that, isn't that ridiculous how we we can take things? Because at, at no point has my message ever been, if you don't have natural hair, you don't know what's in. That that has not ever been my message. But my message has always been, just like you said, I, I couldn't have said it any better. Listen, we're not knocking you if that's the route you choose to go. But if you're if you're interested in exploring a different path, if you're interested in, in life after the chemicals, then guess what? Here's another option. And 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 then that that it saddens me. I don't know about you, but it saddens yeah. me sometimes oh, that yeah. you can take any issue and use it instead of using this because this is such a tremendous opportunity to connect with women. It's such a tremendous opportunity to to really get behind something and and be together. You know, just be That's together true. on an issue. And uh, we use sometimes the simplest and sometimes the silliest things to just be divisive issues. But I refuse to go there. Um, I just I think we're in the middle of something that, if we look at it, is so beautiful and I think it's so wonderful. And, and I strongly believe that this will transcend just a fad. I'm, I'm very right. specific in, in my wording and in my choice of wording, and I call it a movement because there is a there is a momentum behind it, and, and not only a momentum, we've seen plenty of momentum behind plenty of fans, but with this, I think it's a little different because you, you have lasting examples. You have women who are going into the workplace. You have women who are successful on the job in all facets of life, and they're right. modeling this, and they're ambassadors. But now women not only say, well, I wish I could do that. You know, we, we've eliminated all the excuses. 
You know, you see women <laughs> with various textures, you know, in various positions across various. I saw women on my job sporting natural hair, and I said, if they can do it, uh, I, I can do that. I can put my own twist on it, and I can do it too. So I, I just think we're in the middle of something that when, it, when we walk back, we're going to say it's phenomenal when we look oh, back absolutely. Janice, could you have some things that you want to talk to Keith about? Janice? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> okay. And um, I know you crowned yourself as the natural hair diva. How did you get that name? <laughs> you know, it, 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 uh, that, that always comes up, and I always get so tickled when people call me what I call myself. Right. I, um, I, it, it starts really as a joke, but, but then again, really not a joke, really a, a lighthearted way of affirming myself. Because my, my journey started out any, anything but me being the natural hair diva and thinking that I was a diva with my natural hair. My journey started off with an honest, good-branching, cry-to-God thinking, uh, what in the world, you know, what, what will I do, uh, what, what will I do with this hair that you've given me, um, what, what have you done, why does my hair look like Bad. That's how I want my hair to look. Okay, why don't I have that kind of hair where I wake up, put water on it, shake it, and I and go, and I have all these wonderful <laughs> curls in it. So I, I literally did that and, and named myself that because I prayed, and what God, uh, trans- the woman that He transformed me into, was really nothing short of pheno- short of phenomenal. So I I was so uh, confident and I was so resolute in my walk, and I remained so confident and I remained so resolute in my walk. And and all it is is that Kisa is comfortable in her own skin. So I have no problem calling myself a diva because for almost 37 years I thought of myself uh, as much less of being a diva in my own hair, in my own skin, with my own hair. I could not see that. I would have said I had bad hair. I would have said I, I, I didn't like my hair. But when he transformed my thought process and I looked and I saw Kisa, the mask was off, I thought, you know what? God didn't create junk. So whatever he gave me atop my head is what I accept and what I will strut in. So I, it's just it's burst out of the, the confidence. And, I, you know, Joy, I cannot... You know, I can't open up every woman's head and, and pour that information into them and make them see that. But here's what I can do. I can walk in, in the confidence, and, and, and it's so far-reaching to me. But the way God deals with me on, on this issue is it's not just about the hair. It's about being comfortable with the skin that you're in. Um, transparency note here with myself. Joy, you, you've known me a, a little while. So I, as a woman, we go through seasons in life. We go through different things, and... One of the things that I, I have to deal with at certain times is, I, you know, I, I have a, an ideal weight. God knows I do. Sometimes <laughs> I'm right on that. <laughs> I have. I'm, 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 okay. so, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I have a, a vision. I mean, you know, a, a confession. And, you know, I'm, there are times I'm good and I'm, I'm right there on that way. And there are times I miss the mark a little bit. But, but guess what? I learned I'm not alone. There are lots of women yeah, in right. the public eye, out of the public eye. But, but the thing that God has taught me is I don't care if I'm, if I'm a size 8, I don't care if I'm a size 10. I don't care if I'm a size 16. I'm walking in the skin that he has given me, and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. and it goes back to, again, affirming me, because there, there's something about me that just will not change. Now, I'm the type of person I don't settle, so I'll, I'll work it out. But we go through those peaks and highs and lows, and this may be something, I'm not confessing this, but this may be something that I have to watch for the rest of my life. But the whole, it, it doesn't matter how it changes. The fact that right. never changed that this will be Kisa on the inside. And to me, that's my overarching message, whether it be about the hair, whether it be about the skin you're in, the shape. Nobody has my hips. Nobody has my lips. Nobody has the texture of my hair. You know what? God gave this to me. He designed me right. from the foundation of the earth. So you know what? Oh, Nobody yeah. else can be Kisa. <laughs> Nobody else can be Joy. Nobody else can be any of us ladies. No one. So guess what? What a disservice that we do to this world if we don't walk fully, fully in what he's given us. And I'm not talking about, okay, I get to my ideal weight, I'll feel. No. Right. No, 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 no. Right now. Because, each, right now. you know, we never get those moments. We never get those moments back. So, you know, I, I'm accustomed to wearing a mask. I was a broadcaster for years. There is a look that you conform to, there is a tone you conform to, there's a speech that you conform to. I'm still right. somewhat familiar with that because I'm a corporate spokesperson, but more of Kisa is, is, is melding into that. You get you get more Kisa. I mean, listen, I've gone on uh, on television uh, here locally and beyond with uh, braids in my hair. I mean, my mom has braided my hair back like she did when I was young. Now, I, I'm not on there looking like uh, looking foolish, but she, I mean, I've, I've gone on and, and done interviews with a braided style with two-strand twists in the front and my hair braided to the back or braided to the side or whatever. That's where we're living in because guess what? My intelligence and my natural ability is not hindered by my natural look. Yeah. Right. That's right. That's right. Amen. <laughs> so, Amen. So that was a long answer to say that I started anything. <laughs> She's accustomed to it. I started anything but thinking that I was the natural hair diva. But by the time the transformation hit, by the time God gave me an acceptance and a, and a love for it, that's who Kisa embodies. But my message is I'm just not the natural hair diva. Any and every lady is the natural hair diva if she embraces what she's been given. Amen.
soul of America Radio. You're listening to Before we get back to the show, let me invite you to www.soulofamericaradio.com. Get information about the show, segments, the staff, anything you want to find out. And now, if you're listening to the show right now and want to speak to the host, press 1 if you're listening via phone. And you will be connected to the host. If you're listening over the Internet and want to speak, pick up your phone and dial 323-784-9638 and press 1. Information. Relationships. Current topics in the African-American community. And like a best friend, every week, the Soul of America Radio will be here for you. The best in talk radio right here on SOAR. You're listening to Soul of America Radio. I'm a real woman. Been down this road before. Now that's a natural hair diva right there, old Jill. I love her. Most definitely. Now, Kisa, before well, we get back you... into this and get everything started up, um, yes. did you have any events you wanted to throw out there? Yes, I wanted to encourage women. Uh, coming up tomorrow, um, I we have a, a couple of support groups. When I, one of the things that I try to encourage encourage women to do on the natural hair journey is to make sure that they are part of a support group. One of those groups uh, here in Birmingham is called Birmingham Natural Beauties. They will actually have an event coming up tomorrow at Rib It Up, uh, and it's on First Avenue North, uh, starting at 5:30 until about 8:30. Um, and women who want to come out and who want to fellowship, be around, and connect with other women, other natural hair wearers, uh, are encouraged to come out there. You know, it, it, it's it's um, again, I just I always encourage. I've actually written a book, and it's called um, an Easy Natural Hair Care Guide, and it's it's one of the, the one of the laws I think of of having a successful natural hair journey. Just making sure that you connect with other women. So, again, that event starts tomorrow, and I, I told uh, some of the organizers of the group that I would mention it tonight uh, for those who want to come. 
uh, it, Birmingham Natural Beauties at gmail.com is the email address for people who want to attend, and the event is called Tress Relief. But uh, it's open for anyone who wants to come out and, and fellowship with fellow naturalistas and and find some support. Naturalistas, that's a good term. Naturalistas, yes. Natural. I, I, I call <laughs> other women naturalistas. <laughs> yes. Well, now, my, my, my uh, co-host, Gwen, when she and I was talking, I found out, you know, I'm natural, but I, I just, you know, I found out I'm wearing a wash and go. So yeah. Like, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Done, I've done those too. Yeah. And, and <laughs> funny story. Funny story about the wash and go with me though. <laughs> um, when I first did it, I, that that was one of the reasons that I that I I was mortified when I saw my hair. I was like, God, this isn't. No. This this is just not what it, I want it to look like. I have a different idea <laughs> of the type Absolutely. of pattern I'm supposed to have. I mean, come on now. Let's you know. Let's get it together. So. But now I love it. My curl pattern is my curl pattern. And my hair is, my curls are a little tighter, a little coilier. But, you know, but guess what? It's mine. And they're curls mm-hmm. nonetheless. They just look a little different. But all it is is just right. an adjustment of our view. You know, we, we have this, this idea, oh, this loose wave pattern and long flowing hair. I mean, that, that, if, if that's what you have, great. But if it's not, redefine your yeah. definition of beauty. Right. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, I had to come to terms with that as well. I'm pretty sure I'm probably a, a four A or B somewhere around in there. Um, sure. And 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 my hair was the same way when I first started uh, this natural journey. I, it didn't do what I like you said what I thought it should have been doing. And I yeah. thought, ooh boy, what am I doing here? And yeah. uh, I just I just started to really embrace it. And just just like you just say, okay, this is what I have. This is what I got to yeah. work with. So now I got to figure out what products yeah. work best for me, and you know what kind of styles I want to try. And I mean, I was in the very beginning. Oh, I was so gung ho and happy about it. I was just hyped. Everybody I <laughs> saw, I was just you know wanting them to say something about my hair. And a lot yeah. of times, all I got all I got was stares. Like, what you doing? What is wrong with yeah. your head? I mean, I yeah. I've even heard that. What's wrong with your hair? Yeah. And, Where are you uh, going? For? You know, yeah. yeah. You know what? What's wrong? You need some money. You need to be yeah. 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 What's wrong with you? <laughs> but that's that's funny because like with me, I got my hair cut. It was shoulder length at the time when I got it cut this last time, and my hair has always been able to grow. And I've been the type well. When I get a cut, I, I like to get a serious cut on my hair. Don't don't be you know just clipping my ends. Yeah. And the first time I got a Serious cut on my hair. A girlfriend of mine, she watched as my hair left my head going to the floor. And with each cut, she's just watching my hair fall to the floor and stuff. And she's like, Janice, do you know she's cutting all your hair off? And I'm like, um, Mildred, just, just, you need to go because we were in junior college and I was over at the um, cosmetology department. I said, you need to just leave because at the time, this was in the early 80s, she was already wearing um extensions, and mm-hmm. she would go all the way to Birmingham, I mean Boston, to visit her people during the summer, and she'd come back with the long braids and stuff, and, uh, you know, that was just something that had just really started off, but I've never been the type to been fixated on my hair determining who I am. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't make me any more beautiful. It doesn't make me any more desirable, but right. I can understand certain people you want certain things from your 
partner or whatever like that, but I really hate men that try to keep you closed in a box to where you have to have all this long, flowing hair. Thank you. you know, it's got to be silky and flying back in the wind like your scarlet or hair or Thank somebody. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah. And, you know, thank God. And let me just say thank God for the men who do accept because, you know what, there are the men out there because, <laughs> listen, the men who want Beyonce, I mean, not no knock on Beyonce, but who want that type, right. you know, newsflash. That, you know, they're often not, you know, that that's not the person that you're really going to wake up to in the morning. You know, that, that's right. an addition, that's older addition. <laughs> exactly. And, I, and I'm saying, listen, if you want to do that, great. I have the, the type of husband, I think if I wanted to be Beyonce one day, if I wanted to be Jill Scott the next day, if I wanted to yeah, be somebody yeah. else the next day, I think he'd just go with me, okay? I, I really do. Right. He might have a little talk with me, but I think he'd still fundamentally <laughs> love me. But, but you know, shout out to the men who who are because in our culture, you know, prayerfully men will begin to understand that their support is so critical because how hurtful oh, yes. would it have been? See, I was single at the time I started this natural hair journey, and, and uh, the man came after, the, the real man, the, uh, the okay, one, right. came after, okay, after that. Mm-hmm. So I already had enough to, uh, you know, Joy mentioned the natural hair diva. I was already the natural hair diva. So, you know, it was a choice where I don't, you know, if I'm, if someone approached me, I think they had to fall in line with what I was doing. And I didn't carry it, carry myself arrogantly, but I was just so confident. You, you don't That's have right. to write, you don't have to accept this. I've already accepted me. I've already put a stamp of approval on myself. Either you're going to but here's the deal, right. I think it's that confidence that men kind of say, you know what, I like that. I don't know what that is, but I like that. I, I, I may even, I may not even understand fully what this is about, but I like it's, it's something. You understand? Because there are men out there who are willing to go deeper, and and I maintain this anyway. You know how you get them is how you'll have to how you have to keep them. So if you're gonna oh, yeah. get me with the long hair and and the falsities. You know, I mean, I don't want my relationship built built on a on a tail, and um, or on a how can I say this? Built on falsehood, I guess you could say. But and I, and I have to be careful when I say that because let me let me be careful because I'll throw on a wig in a minute if that's what I feel like I want to do. I'll do that. That right. doesn't stop me from being the natural hair diva. That's our option as a woman. You understand what I mean? But hopefully, mm-hmm. our men and our culture will come up and catch up and say, you know. Let me strive to understand from a deeper meaning. This really is a health issue with my wife or my woman putting these chemicals on top of her head. What what are these chemicals doing to her hair? What are they doing to her esteem, to her person? And, and just, you know, personally, we, we will have a, a group of men. And I, I, and I believe it's coming because, you know what, we've got to start. We've got to educate ourselves. We've got to love ourselves. And when we start doing that, when we start embracing ourselves, and I mean, I think I even, you know, giving myself that name, I think I got an attitude. And I'm sorry, I'm talking. Just jump in, y'all. Really? No, that's, I kind of got it. I kind of <laughs> have gotten excited thinking about this. I mean, I had the attitude, you know. I mean, I, I took my dress to a, a, another level because that's what I was feeling, and that's how I feel, you know. I, that's what I feel, and so I think when when a woman embraces. Whom she is, and to me, I can't. I, I embrace something. I kicked out a door, an old door of okay. Well, who am I, and 
I mean, to me, so to me, it's no accident that the husband came after that. Before he couldn't have come because I, I wasn't even a, I wasn't even sure what Kisa wanted. I may not have even known who Kisa was, and some people say, "Oh, you're, oh, that's just you're, you know, you're out there, you're out there now. Your hair did all of that. Yeah, it did for me. It did for me because I, I got a chance to finally look at myself and say, okay, you know, you, you, no running now." No, no hiding with him. No hiding anymore. This is who you are. And for lack of a better word, when I begin to touch and, and feel my own hair, I call it a spiritual experience because for me, it was the first time in over 30 years that I had actually touched and really seen my own hair. And to me, that was a phenomenal experience. I began getting chemical, my hair chemically relaxed at age nine. Okay. Thirty years. Yeah. Three decades. Well, that's that. a long time. Well, that's like most of us. I, I think I know I went about that long myself. Yeah. That's a that's a long time. It is well, I'll just I'll just go ahead and confess though, my, my reason for going natural was purely economic. <laughs> right. And, that, and that's that. a great and that's a great reason. <laughs> hey, that's a great reason. Right. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. You know how much money reason. you save? Yeah. yeah. We talked about that last night, how much uh just going and having the uh the the, the, the relaxer done and you know, then if you want color or if you want to cut all that's extra and then you know, sometimes the style is even extra. So you now you can you can look at coming out of there, you know, paying a pretty good penny, you know, hundred hundred dollars, hundred fifty dollars a walk. And let's not talk about the time. I mean, that that probably was my number one pet peeve, just the time that was spent. And I'm, and I'm very, oh. and to me, time is money. I, you know, I work eight-hour shift, nine-hour shift, ten-hour shift sometimes, and to have to go and pull a shift in the salon, that was the toughest thing and that was a motivator for me understanding how to do some things. And I feel my hair is – um, now, I trim my hair. I mean, I'm, I'm really a, a, a do-it-yourselfer when it comes to natural hair. I looked at my hair recently, and my hair is probably the longest that it has ever been. And I, and I put a serious trim on it just a couple of days ago because I, because I thought, you know what, this is what you need. But my hair is in the healthiest shape quite possibly than it has ever been. I've, I've never seen my, my hair too. really at this length. You would, you would say the my same thing? Mm-hmm. I would. Wow. I would say the same thing. I have locks now, and um, wow. I would say the, the exact same thing. It's the healthiest it's ever been. It's the thickest it's ever been. I've always had uh, thin hair or fine hair, and when I was getting perms, it just seemed like it was just, ugh. I mean, you could almost see through it. You know, um, it, it, it wow. never got uh, below my chin in, in length. And I just, it just seemed like I just couldn't do anything. And then that was my reason for, for changing over. I was sick and tired of it being in that state. And I just decided that's it. I'm going to transition wow. out of it and just see what my natural hair can do because these perms aren't working. Yeah. And I just started, you know, letting it grow out. And it, every, as it would grow out, I'd clip a little bit. It grow out mm. some more. I clip a little bit. I might wear braids for a little while. You know, micro braids. I might uh, wear wigs. I wore wigs for a whole year, uh, letting it grow mm. out. And yes. when it finally yes. got to a state where I could clip off that last little bit of perm, that's what I did. I just put the scissors yes. and did that 
wasn't a big chop because I didn't cut it, you know, all off, but I just cut the perm off, and there it was. That's what I had. You know, I wore the TWA, the little teeny weeny afro. Yeah. <laughs> I wore that for a while. <laughs> you you my just husband. gave everybody the steps to, to transitioning. I love that. You you know, I, and I, that's one of the things that I talk about in my book. You, you just gave people, you know, and, I, and for those who are listening, you just gave them the steps to transition. You, you can, Absolutely. there's so many different ways you can do it. You can do it with the wigs, and your story sounds so similar to mine. And, you know, this is good because though, these are some of the things that I've written about in my book, you know, I, and I'm not a person who just says, oh, I'm going to push my book because I want sales. No, I'm about information, and I'm, that's the biggest thing, you know, and, and the information comes from the sharing. And that's one of the things that I talk about, the number one question, how do I transition? How do I do this natural hair thing? That's one of the things I talk about, and I I absolutely love that you said that. That, that was a key to transitioning, just giving people more options on what to do. Absolutely love it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I I have enjoyed my journey. I have been, now my hair is locked, and it's been locked for 17 months. And mm. like I said, it's the longest it's ever been. It's, it's healthy. It's growing every day, and I, I'm just in love with it. You know, I just, yeah. I will never, ever go back to, to you know, doing anything different than what I'm doing right now. And uh, I, I just encourage everybody to, you know, at least try it if you, because, I mean, it's not something that that's going to hurt you. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Something that's going to hurt that. you. Let me ask a question. Let me ask mm-hmm. a question. Was your journey okay. hard? Was it difficult? Some people think, oh, it'll just be too hard. I could never do oh. that. Um, it was hard in in that um, I had a little opposition, you know, right here in my own home. Uh, my husband was not very happy with it. I mean, he thought, "What are you doing? You know, why are you? Why would you cut your? Why would you cut your hair? Or, you know, why are you wearing that little afro? That that's not for everybody, you know." And I just really had to embrace him and let him know that. It's for me. This is my hair. This is what I have. This is what I'm working with. You know, would you rather me continue to, you know, use the creamy crack and um, have it, you know, falling out? Day by, you know, every day it's falling out more. It's spinning mm-hmm. more. Um, that's, that's not, I'm not happy with that. So, you know, I'm doing this because this makes me happy. Um, and he slowly has come around. You know, he, he really likes the locks now, uh, especially mm-hmm. since they, have um, grown because you know you go you go through a little bit of an ugly stage with them as well, <laughs> where they're doing all they're doing all kind of stuff you don't know what they're supposed to be doing. But uh, it has really been an experience so much so. So my fourteen year old daughter is transitioning right now. Um, she wow. does she hasn't had a perm in about nine months, and her hair is as healthy as it's ever been. She's always had a pretty nice uh, length to her hair. And it's always been in pretty good condition, but it really now is as healthy as it's ever been. She, she does, I was flat out in it for a while. Now she doesn't even want that. She's just been wearing it natural. She loves it. And I'm just so surprised and happy with that. Okay, <laughs> oh, so we're going to have to have you back on the show. Yes. Hey, uh, I'll come back gladly. <laughs> you have been a, a melting pot of information. And, and Gwen, too, because Gwen educated me real good last night. Um, we want to thank you for coming. 
Thank you so much. Uh, for people who want more information, can I say thenaturalhairdiva.com, uh, T-H-E, naturalhairdiva.com. There also uh, is an e-book for people who want a copy of some books. They can download it from Amazon. Thanks, ladies. I have totally enjoyed tonight. Thank you so much, Tisa. You're welcome. And I guess we'll see you guys next week at 8 o'clock for In the Ladies Room. Stay tuned for our other shows this week, uh, Tuesday, possibly Wednesday, and of course, Dr. Bo on Thursday, and Holy Collins Live on Friday.